0: It's Tuesday, September 27th, 2011.
1: This week's episode of Government Shutdown Showdown, now starring FEMA in the role of hostage. But what's that? Republican presidential candidate Herman Kane? Stop playing
0: with people's tragedies.
1: More than 100 arrested in Canadian pipeline protests, celebrating the legacy of one woman in Africa. Without good governance, there can be no peace. Plus... Climate science rapid response team, activate!
0: All of that and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment.
1: The United States emits more CO2
0: per capita than the European Union and China combined. Just think what those emissions numbers would be if America still made anything. True that Stephen Colbert, this is your Green News Report. Right now it's all coming from hobo fires and Vin Diesel movies. (laughs) Okay, Des, it's another busy week, clearly, so I'll shut up, you'll start.
1: Well, thanks, Brad. Another government shutdown has been averted for now, the third government funding shutdown showdown this year in Congress.
0: In my view, this entire fire drill was completely and totally unnecessary.
1: That was Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, after the Senate approved a measure late Monday to keep the government running through mid-November. This time, the Republicans refused to pass new funding for FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, unless two unrelated programs for electric vehicles were cut. After a record high number of billion-dollar disasters in 2011, FEMA is running low on funds. But by postponing reconstruction projects, FEMA says it will make it until the current budget year ends this Friday, as long as they're on Aren't any new disasters. But the precedent doesn't bode well for the future when climate scientists say more frequent disasters are going to become our new normal.
0: And good for Republican presidential candidate Herman Kane for calling out his own party on this nonsense and insisting they do the right thing here in funding disaster victims. Good Lord.
1: Opposition to the Keystone Pipeline in Canada, more than 100 people were arrested in Ottawa, Canada on Monday in a peaceful protest that was exceedingly polite in front of the Canadian Parliament to stop the proposed massive, controversial Keystone XL Pipeline, a dirty oil pipeline that would run 1,500 miles from the tar sands of Alberta across the farms and rivers of the Midwest all the way to Texas. The spokesperson for the Indigenous Environmental Network of Canada, Clayton Thomas Muller, says the tar sands development is too harmful to the environment, and the Canadian government should focus on renewable energy instead. We know that renewable energy jobs are 12 to 1 versus fossil fuel. Germany has over 250,000 workers employed by the renewable energy sector and produce 20% of their national energy this year alone from wind power. So the technology is there, the jobs are
0: long term. Were the protests in Canada covered uh, any more than the protests over that same pipeline here in the U.S. over the last several weeks we had more than a thousand people arrested at the White House. But uh, you wouldn't know it if you watched uh, the mainstream corporate media.
1: So far, it looks like the Canadian media is covering their protests. Here in the U.S., the State Department is holding public meetings this week in the five states that the Keystone XL pipeline would cross. Make your voice heard. We have the links at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. The state of any country's environment is a reflection of the kind of governance in place And without good governance, there can be no peace. That was Nobel Peace Prize winner and environmentalist, scientist, and women's rights advocate Wangari Muta Mathai, who died on Sunday in Nairobi. Maathai won the Nobel Peace Prize in 2004, the first African woman to receive the honor for her work as the founder of the Green Belt Movement in Kenya, an organization that improved African women's lives and incomes by simply planting trees amidst intense discrimination, government obstruction, and corruption. Together, we planted over 30 million trees that provide fuel, food, shelter, and income to support the children's and education and household needs. The activity also creates employment and improves soils and watersheds. Finally, climate scientists activate. Come on, Jaina. What do you do when a prestigious publisher issues an showing Greenland has lost 15% of its ice cover, but it's entirely wrong. Well, you activate the Climate Science Rapid Response Team. Literally. The Times of London's new map is incorrect. Greenland has only lost about 1% of its ice cover. That's still a significant amount. But the climate scientist community immediately mobilized a PR push to bring attention to the error and fight back against the climate change denial industry, turning it into another fake scandal, like the so-called climate gate hacking scandal last year. Had
0: the new atlas been correct, in truth, sea levels would have risen some 3 to 5 feet across the globe. Thanks, climate scientists, for getting it right. For more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't cover today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. It's always correct. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sponsor the Green News Report. We rely on you, not the fossil fuel companies. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Shape up,
1: Octopus. Four of an ice unicycle!